welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jabez Lebret on the line. He's the Chief of Schools over at Sisu Academy. Uh, Jabez, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Adam. Glad to be here. So I'm excited to get more into uh, Sisu Academy and uh, exactly how you're helping your students there. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business? I went the corporate route uh, through a little bit of a windy road. I was a high school dropout, um, you know, spent three years working, went back, got my GED, you know, clawed my way into college, and then was a financial analyst at Nordstrom in their corporate office in Seattle uh, for years and absolutely loved it, you know, really learned a lot about managing large financials. Um, you know, my team was $33 million, which is Honestly, nothing to an eleven billion dollar company, but at twenty four <laughs> that was quite a big <laughs> quite a big responsibility um, yes you know to, to be managing and after that, I kind of you know in the back of my mind, I always knew that i I wanted to lead an organization and I looked at the ladder at Nordstrom and I thought, gee CFO is a long way up from financial analyst one. Um, I could wait thirty five years and climb the ladder or I could go do something on my own, so I embarked, took the jump like probably many of the listeners here on the phone have done or are, are thinking about doing themselves. So if you um, obviously, you know, you're, you're multiple years into your, your career as an entrepreneur. Um, and obviously we all learn from the ups and downs, the sideways, all those different things. Um, if you could go back and, you know, give that Jabez that's just getting started day one, a little bit of advice on what to expect um, on this uh, embarking out as an entrepreneur, um, what kind of things would you tell them? With the benefit of hindsight, of course. <laughs> With the benefit of hindsight, yeah. of course. Man, do we have three hours? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You know, I think it's definitely way harder than you think it's going to be. I think something I learned along the way is it always takes two to three times as long and costs two to three times as much money um, to, to really pull off the plans that you're trying to pull off. And that, that would have been a useful lesson to have been told early on. Um, don't overhire is another really – my first business went out of business. Um, you know, we raised – over $550,000 and launched a production company in Seattle. And, you know, I had a not a healthy partnership with a business guy that just didn't really work out very well. And we overhired. We made every rookie mistake you could make and blew through all of our money and didn't have enough clients, you know. And so it was like, I think getting back to some of the fundamentals of, you know, you got to sell more than you're, you're spending and, you know, make sure that you're keeping an eye on, on cash flow. It didn't even dawn on me you know, is, is really an important issue. Uh, you know, I was used to dealing with established institutions, so that was really tough. But then as I got a little bit older, you know, I really started to kind of learn how to better manage the flow, but you still end up running into those hiccups. So I guess the last piece of advice to myself would be, don't worry. If you keep going, you will make it. You know, it's like a, a war of attrition, not a, a sprint. So as long as you can stick around, you tend to have a better chance of success. No, I love that. Um Let's uh, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get more into what you're doing over at uh, Sisu Academy. So, uh, what, what? First of all, what was the inspiration for for going over there? Yeah, 
five and a half years ago, my wife and I were on vacation and, um, you know, at the time I owned a, a marketing and data analytics company for law firms. We had about 24 staff, um, you know, I had a business partner. He's awesome. We started that in 2010. Things were going well. Um, you know, we were, we had broken, you know, over a million and we're, we're really climbing in revenue. And we took a digital holiday, my wife and I. So we disconnected completely. No text, no email, no internet access for two weeks. We went totally off the grid, which oh, I highly scary. recommend, highly recommend, by the way. It was awesome. It is very scary. But it tells you what you have set up and what you don't have set up real quick. You know, like you, you realize where you have some holes in systems uh, when you unplug like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we had all this time, you know, and sitting around and, you know, reading and traveling and went to some cabins and hot springs and maybe one too many bourbons later. And I was like, you know, <laughs> I think I've got an idea to open up a school, a high school for underserved youth just like me when I was a kid that would pay for itself. I think I can build a school that's financially self-sustaining. And my wife, you know, man, bless her. She's awesome um, and knows I have lots of ideas, and she's gotten really good at saying that's great. Uh, Go think about that for a little while. Come back to me with a better plan six months from now, and if you still think it's interesting, Mm. let's talk. And that was the beginning of it, you know, and then we really sat down, put pen to paper, and went, traveled the country, pressure testing our idea to see if it had legs, and and I sold my company. She quit her job at a giant tech company in San Francisco, and we moved down to San Diego to get this thing started. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so, what 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 are you? Um, what kind of students are you taking on, and what are you really looking to get accomplished? Like, what what makes the, what makes CSU Academy different? You know, for us, it's it's a, a combination of things. Um, you know, that I think are really, really important. So we did settle in on a, a more refined plan than we had obviously five years ago. And where we're yeah, at now is we're an all, yeah, we're an all girls tuition free boarding high school. And our target students are girls who just likes getting in the way in the background, you know, uh, like it, it can happen to so many of us at so many different times in our lives. But if you're 13, and, you know, maybe there's domestic violence or drugs and alcohol, or maybe mom and dad are really wealthy and never around, so total absent parents, and you're just struggling to find your way, and, and you're not, the traditional system's not giving you the support you need, we're the right kind of place for that student. Um, the underpinning of our entire program is built on entrepreneurship. So, you know, I took the lessons that, that I learned over the years and realized, holy crap, entrepreneurship is something that is useful no matter what you do. Just the skill set alone, the grit, the perseverance, the ability to take risk, the quickly adapting and pivoting, um, you know, being empathetic, being a good leader and a good manager at the same time, and being willing to roll up your sleeves and do anything. Like, you are not above any aspect of the job. Those are skills that we should want out of our graduates coming out of high school. And I said, man, if we, if we teach them entrepreneurship, then they'll come out with those skill sets. But how do you really teach entrepreneurship? There's no better way than having them watch it happen in real time. Um, so we have an incubator embedded in our school where we mm. build real companies with professionals, and the students get to watch, observe, and learn entrepreneurship without having to take on the pressure that it, of building something new. Because it takes time, energy, blood, sweat, and tears like galore. And that's not right for a student. They need to be a student. They need to learn. But it's also an amazing experience to get to see it happen in real time. So it's a really unique and diverse um, environment, and we're a nonprofit, 
which is also kind of strange. I've never run one of those before. So, you know, we're a nonprofit, and the companies that we build are for-profit companies, and the revenue from those organizations are what's going to be our long-term funding uh, to help sustain our model and keep our school tuition free. Wow, what an amazing story and an amazing mission um, that you are really uh, pulling off on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, so, Jabez, if somebody's listening to this, and if they want more information on CSU Academy um, um, in terms of, like, to support or anything else, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, we love people getting in touch with us on all levels. Um, I always say, you know, the website's got tons of information. That's sisuacademy.org, csuacademy.org. CSU, interestingly, is a Finnish term. There's no direct English translation, but the embodiment of the term is grit, determination, perseverance, and stick to itness. So it's kind of that like that thing that we want our students to embody, and that thing that your listeners have that that kind of that CC deep inside them. Um, I always encourage people, um, obviously connect with us. But man, when you're in a transition point, and maybe you sell a company, or maybe you leave a job, or you want to transition, take a year and go work at a nonprofit. Don't just volunteer to go fill boxes of food. That's important, and we need that too. But take all of the skills that you have and all that knowledge you've earned and go give yourself one year as an employee to just give back to an organization by providing value of all the lessons that you've learned um, over your career, no matter where you're at in your career. No, that's awesome. I love it. Um, so, uh, Jabez, really appreciate you taking time to come on the show today and tell us more about CSU Academy and all the great work you're doing there. Uh, to the listeners, I really hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Jabez, thanks again for coming on the show.